Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our third PC Boys podcast. Um, I'm Logan, and I'm joined with David and Kevin, Hello. but Kevin has lost his yeah, voice. Kevin has lost his voice and has a sore throat, so he will be communicating uh, through sticky notes that I sh- <laughs> that I shall be that Logan and I will be reading out loud. Yeah. Um, he says hi. So today we're just going to be talking about video games that we're looking forward to this year. Um, and like in the future, not necessarily exactly this year, um, because I don't really have a lot Just as of the moment. Just upcoming confirmed games that we at least know are coming out within the next year or so. Or a few years. Within the next few say. years. Something yeah. that's confirmed and at least yeah. in development. Yeah. So, um, I guess, uh, do you want to get started or who wants to start first? <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> Gears of War 5. Kevin... Uh, says he's psyched for Gears of War 5. Uh, Do we know if that's coming to Xbox One S or Scarlet? Xbox One? Alright. Okay. What? (laughs) This is going to be very hard because Kevin has to write down everything. Pointing at the sticky note is not gonna give me... This year. This year. Oh, it is this year. Okay. Alright, yeah. Okay, they revealed so, like E3, didn't they? The, yeah, they have official like. The only Gears yeah. of War game I've ever played was the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> I played three a little bit, but I haven't. I'm not really a huge Gears fan. I do own Ultimate Edition because it came with my first Xbox One. I'm probably gonna. It wasn't end bad. Up, like playing them at least in the future because like I I do plan on getting the next Xbox console, which is why I haven't gotten an Xbox One because like Xbox Scarlet is probably like a year or two away. There's no point in buying a console right before the new version of it comes out, so. I still might wait a few years after the Scarlet comes out, so I, and maybe I won't, because they say it's going to have backwards compatibility, so. Oh, so I'll, oh, probably, well, end that, up, they I'll probably end up playing the original, gear, like the first three Gears of War games, because they're only like between 10 to 20 bucks each to get a pre-owned copy of them. And then Gears of War 4 is on Xbox One, so. GTA 16 Is that confirmed, though? Yeah. We'll talk about that when we yeah, come we'll, back around. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back around. That's topic. Because so. that's, that's going to be a much longer topic. Um, yeah. So, David, do you want to go next? Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'll start off with something that is confirmed for this year. And uh, I was gonna, I was originally going to go with Death Stranding, but I've already talked about Death Stranding. So I'm going to yeah, go with... Yeah, it's pretty hard because we've talked about mainly gaming yeah. concerns, but we're not trying to make this a concerns yeah. video. So I'm, I, if this game fails, I will be like shocked but uh doom eternal oh oh gosh that, actually i completely <laughs> forgot about that one that is actually a game we've I've had been... so few like news about it but we know the game is coming this year there's a there's two gameplay trailers i remember it. playing the doom 2016 i own doom 2016 doom 2016 i still haven't beaten that game i've beaten the game but like it's, I, it's so fun and it's oh it is fun awesome i just heard this really cool fan theory not too long ago that like because I know that we, we Logan and I had a debate like a uh, earlier the, like l- late last year about uh, whether or not the Doom guy from the 2016 game is the original, and uh, according to the technical lore of the game, it isn't. But uh, there's a um, apparently there was the original three Doom games, uh, and I'm not counting Doom three as an ori- like one of the original three. There were three Doom games before Doom three. So was it one of them like it was Doom? Doom 2 and the, Doom 64. Yeah, I was and about to say At the 64. end of Doom 64, Doom guy uh, traps himself in hell to prevent the forces of hell from breaking loose onto Earth again. So a lot of people... Yeah, I know Doom Eternal is like a sequel to the 2016 game, but like... 
he's going mm -hmm. off on like a um, believing well, that like, like the original the, Doom the guy ori is the Doom Slayer because yeah. the Slayer is what they the call the Doom Slayer is literally from hell. He was like, as far as we know in the game, he was born in hell. He's like, so a lot of people think like, if this is the same Doom guy, it's not a long stretch to assume being trapped in hell for 30 years has just erased all of his humanity. Well, I think what what I read in the lore for Doom guy, or no, the Slayer, not Doom guy, yeah. do, the Doom Slayer, he beat the biggest demon in hell. So I don't know if um, in Doom 2016, you know that huge giant demon yeah. skull? He beat that with his bare fist. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically, by defeating these feats and for fighting the forces of hell for like millions of years, he was given the Praetor suit by Oh, what was the name of it? It was like um, a fallen angel, like a. Oh, uh, damn it! I remember the name of it a while ago, but I forgot. Um, but anyways, um, it was like one of the higher ups, aka fallen angel or like a demonic angel in a sense. But gave him the praetor suit, which would give him, um, you know, be able to let him heal from um, argent energy, which is why you know when you're killing or glory killing um, uh, demons in you the get, game, like, you get health. So stuff, yeah. yeah. And, um, so basically the Praetor suit can stand up to, like, can stand Argent Energy Blasts, which yeah. are, like, the, uh, the temperature of the sun. Yeah. So pretty much every time you shoot a bullet, it's, like, the temperature of the sun. And, um... And don't get me wrong, like, uh, like, just random thing about, like, the new game. Uh, I I've only played the original Doom a few times, but I did play the original Doom on my Super Nintendo back when I was, like... 12, I want to say. I first played the game when I was, like, 11 or 12. So I, I didn't know a whole lot about it at the time i didn't know there were so many sequels to it at the time but like uh uh after seeing the like gameplay footage and everything for the new doom eternal uh i love that they're going they're making the new suit look a lot like the old one because like the suit from the suit yeah from i noticed that was uh, really cool but like the new one they've gone back to like the it's it's kind of a mixture with, like, the sleeveless suit but yeah, like but it's kind of a he's mixture he's also got a ton of new high-tech stuff on yeah the suit yeah he's, well. he's got like a grenade launcher flamethrower on like his shoulder got like the shoulder shotgun has the grapple on it and he's got the meat like, hook the blade that comes out of his wrist and then he it looks like he's also going to be getting the um Shit, I'm forgetting everything about Doom. I was doing all this research a while ago before we started doing podcasting. Um, uh, what's the name of it? It's like the um, the Crucible, the Crucible Blade. Yeah. Which um, he we, at the end of the trailer where he pulls out like the yeah. The but sword. here's the thing: it's yeah. a different one. If you look at the Crucible Blade from the trailer compared to the one at the end of Doom 2016, they are different. Which makes me wonder: did he get upgraded from Samuel Hayden, or I have did no idea. or did the Fallen Angel? They gave him the Praetor suit, make him a new sword. And also, there's supposed to be other Doom, like, Slayer type of enemies in this game with, like, axes and also, like, um, the shotgun, the double barrel shotgun, the super <coughs> shotgun. Um, and they are supposed to have, like, remnants of a Praetor suit on them. So I'm very interested yeah. to see what they do with that. Alright, so moving on, what's uh, something you're looking forward to that's coming up? Uh, okay, so as of right now, we know there's a World War Z game coming out. We have already talked about Anthem. We know I'm excited, but I'm very concerned, but we've talked about Anthem to hell already within yeah. the last few podcasts. Um, so I'm very excited for the World War Z game. I think it's supposed to come out this year. What do we know about it so far? Because okay, so this, this is like only the third I've heard of it probably. I haven't heard anybody talk about it lately. So basically, it's kind of like a survivor stories that take place all over the world. 
Um, the, it's not like the movie because it's kind of like going back to the book, right? Like, you have, yeah, I was gonna say like the movie was very loosely based off the book. The it book just was pretty much way, had the name. Way, way more in depth. The like, name yeah, and, a, and the zombie it's apocalypse. Basically related in name only. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said Patient Zero was also from like North Korea or no South Korea, I think, in the movie when it was China. Do we know who's developing the game? Is it like the same people behind like Dead Isle, like no, Dead Island? No, I think and, it's a smaller game studio. I was gonna say because like. If it's like from the same people who made like uh, yeah, it's Dead not. Island and like Dying Light, I would definitely be excited for it because no the um Saber Interactive, Sab according to Kevin, that's the Saber okay. studio that's working on it. Okay, so what um, other games have they worked on? Kevin, Google that while we're so um so why I'm really excited for it is because obviously I love World War Z. I've read yeah. the book. It's like the only book I've ever read in few, my life. Like the few I, novels that you actually like. It's the only book I ever bought myself and actually read through. <laughs> and I watched the movie. I enjoyed it. But I love the book a lot more. But th so the game pretty much, like I said, is like these different uh, zombie stories throughout the war in different parts of the world. There's uh, confirmed for... Jer they did have some of the movie places like New York, Jerusalem, and um, South Korea. So those are the ones that we know, and Moscow. Moscow yeah. was one. And but basically, the game's gonna go like basically, way more you with play you play as these four different survivors, which I think they all have like their own abilities of some sort. Not like you know over the top, but maybe yeah. like one person carries ammo, the other person's a medic or whatever. But like um, different classes. So you get to choose, but I think you get to choose your weapon loadouts before the game, and you walk through these levels, and it's like you know you have to kind of like get to a certain place. Like, you know, just complete the mission. Yeah, like from you have point to get to, a to point B. There's not a huge of. story element, I guess. It's more like just, yeah, kind of point A to point yeah. B. And what we've heard of so far. But you get to play as all these different survivors in these different parts of the I world. I mean, they and probably will be working on the story element There's so for many it, zombies like, in this game. Like, they showed, like, a few hundred zombies swarming a group at a time. And it so was they do insane. have gameplay footage for it? Oh, yeah. They climb, oh, okay. the, they scale the walls like they do in the movie. They scale walls. And they, like, climb on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, it's a third-person shooter. It's being um, made by the same people who made the Halo re the Halo, Halo remastered, huh? Um, cool. but yeah, so I'm pretty excited for it. Um, even though it's not a huge story game, which we know I'm about <coughs> story games, I think it would be fun to go back to more of like a Left 4 Dead thing where you're just shooting zombies. Like to kill these zombies, though, you don't have to go for headshots. It's kind of a Just keep going. Sorry for the um, school. Uh, they got an announcements going on over the intercom. Okay, so um, that's that's my thing for this year. I'm um, in Doom Eternal, obviously, but we've already covered that. All right, so Kevin with. Oh, you're changing yours. Bayonetta. I haven't played Bayonetta, but I've heard it's really good. I haven't. I've seen like an advertisement one time in one of the. Xbox I know Bayonetta Two is an exclusive for Wii U. And the new one is going to be a Switch exclusive, I think. But I have heard Bayonetta is actually, like, it's very different from what, like, other games Nintendo does. But a lot of people are like, this is, like, the best original thing Nintendo has done in years. Yeah. It's like a hat, it's more like a hat, mostly, like, hack and slash gameplay, right? I think. Something like that. But I don't I've know, I haven't. That, I've heard Bayonetta like, herself is, like, a badass. I need to, because I need to play, because I know the first one's for the 360, right? I think the first one's for the 360. I wonder about, like, Halo Infinite. Like, that's another thing. Like, yeah, I, we barely know anything about Halo Infinite. Yeah, we barely know anything about Halo Infinite, and I kind of want to know more about that. Yeah, Bayonetta, I know the first Bayonetta is, like, also for, like, the Nintendo consoles, but I think the first one was for 360. I don't know. 
I'm trying to think here of what other games there are. We I don't want to talk about Call of Duty because Call of Duty comes out every year. That's the one. I, that's literally what I was just about to talk about. Okay. Uh, Kevin just put down another sticky note that says Metroid Prime 4. That's the, that's coincidentally the game I was going to talk about next because uh, I think I was just talking with you guys about this yesterday that most people don't look think of me as a Nintendo or like a as like a first person shooter player or like a Metroid player, but Metroid Prime is one of my favorite not so open world open world games I've ever played. Just because of like, if you've played Metroid Prime, do you know that that game is massive, and like, it really revolutionized, I guess, <clears throat> what Nintendo could do with first-person ga shooter games. Because until Metroid, like, uh, the first two Metroid Prime games were for the Nintendo, and then the Super Nintendo, and then they didn't end up making a game for the Nintendo 64. Everybody was like, well, if, you know, Nintendo just missed out on it, the next Metroid game is probably going to suck. And then they released Metroid Prime, and everybody was like, all right, we're sorry. You, you know, the, the main thing, like, this is a game franchise I would want to bring back, and I wish that they made a fourth installment to it. So all, we all know I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. Um, and obviously people would be like, oh, like, I'm more on the Super Soldier sort of thing. And people would say, Halo, it's not. <coughs> believe it or not. Crisis. Yes, Crisis. I knew it was Crisis. The Crisis series is my favorite. Favorite superhero, or not superhero, but super soldier, superhero-ish type of... Um, is that an EA one as well? I don't remember. Yes, yeah. but the thing is... But it's is, considered to be one of their best, like, trilogies they've ever yeah, made. Yeah, so basically this is what happened. Crisis Warhead and Crisis 1 came out for the PC, okay? You can't yeah. get them on any console because it was too advanced for the time. I have played Crisis 2 and I own Crisis 3, but I haven't played I, I own both. I want to play Crisis own, 2 first. I want to play Crisis 1 and Warhead. It's it, Crisis 1 and Warhead were open world games. You're fighting against the Ceph. You're fighting against um, Korean soldiers with and without their shitty nano suits because their versions <laughs> of the nano suit are terrible compared to the American versions. Um, I did always like that was kind of cool that they kind they kind of blended like the whole like America versus the Koreans, but there's also aliens. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot you gotta worry it's about. Technically, the the the, um, the uh, squad that was sent to Lingshan were to test the nano suits against the Ceph, yeah. and Hargreave knew about it. Before they went, but anyways, he sent them. Prophet became the main character, him and Psycho, because Psycho returned in Crisis 3. Now, here's the problem, though. So you went from an open world game where you had a nano suit where you could legit kick cars, throw people across the sky, you know, take bullet damage and missile damage without actually hurting your character because you yeah. have armor, cloaking yourself, being really fast. You were the weapon. And you, you can upgrade yourself and as you well. Can, yeah, you could upgrade your guns on the fly. System. Yeah, and you could upgrade your guns on the fly. Then we hit Crisis 2, which I did like Crisis, Crisis 2. Crisis 2 was pretty open world as well, though. The levels but were, were huge for well, that. It's not an open world game, though, and that yeah. is one of the big flaws that people have with Crisis 2. I I personally love Crisis 2 because it's the first game that got me in the series. I remember the opening really got me. Like the opening isn't, yeah. like, isn't Crisis 2 when you're like you open and you're on the boat. Yes. And you're like the prophet from the first game and you have to escape the submarine. The boat. Yeah. You, no, you're not prophet. You are Alcatraz. Right. Prophet finds you, and since he's contaminated with this whole Ceph virus, spore yeah, virus gives, that's going he on, you he gives the, you the nano gives suit. You the nano suit to finish yeah. the job. But here's the thing about the nano suit: it actually connects to the user and becomes part of their body, like their skin. And um, the nano suit uh, can repair wounds. Yeah. It can heal the, the user. But the thing is, also, it can uh, it has all the consciousness from the previous user, which is why you hear profit later on in the game. All right. Let's see what Kevin's got. Star Wars Jedi. I 
I'm not a huge fan of the Battlefront games, like the new ones, but... <laughs> Nobody this, is, it's EA. this game, if Jedi Fallen Order can bring back the, like, level of badassery that Star Wars had before EA bought the license, before LucasArts was shut down, Star Wars is gonna definitely have, like, a huge return to form for it, because one of the first ever RPGs I ever really got into was... Oh, can I actually go on e about that? On. One of the first... <laughs> Have you played, uh... Like, has anybody here played Knights of the Old Republic? No, I haven't played many Star Wars games. I played, like, Battle... I played, like, the old Battlefronts on the PS2. I enjoyed those. If you have an original Xbox, you need to find a copy of Knights of the Old Republic because it is, like, one of the, like, biggest Star Wars games ever made. Like... <clears throat> and the Force Unleashed, yeah, but like I heard about that one. I didn't play it though. Yeah, the first just, one's pretty oh, good. I've gosh. heard the second one's like okay, but the first one is definitely awesome. Two E two is as good as they say it is. All right, good. <laughs> um, when it like when I look at video games that could be very successful, and they are bought by EA. <laughs> I mean, like, well, the games are, don't like, succeed. Look, well, look at the first Mass up, Effect like, series. I just need to add, like uh, I was gonna say like Mass Effect. Have you played Mass Effect? Yes, yeah, I own Andromeda. Bioware seen... are the people who made Star, like the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game. Bioware's awesome. Sims Four and Sims Three, three and Four were pretty okay. Good. I own Sims Four. I like Sims, but they, like I said, you have EA just making all the packs just so expensive. It's forty bucks for a game pack for like a new world, some outfits. Yeah, but they have and like some a... building supplies. Like it's yeah, not but if worth you wait a few, if you wait a few years, they'll release the game for the same price with like three of three or four of the DLC packs with it. They have it at Walmart right now. It's like if you if you get if you buy like The Sims 4 at Walmart up for like PS4 or Xbox One, it like it comes with like the Cats and Dogs DLC and I think the Garden DLC. Yeah, but the but when I bought um, my Sims, I bought it for forty bucks. Now, don't you think my it's Sims? ridiculous? No, when I bought Sims okay, Four, okay, I was gonna say <coughs> my, my Sims. My four, Sims is not expensive. Uh, when I bought that for forty bucks at GameStop. Now, here's the thing: why, like, does it make sense to make game packs, which is only a world, yeah, some outfits and building, like you know, things to put like in your house and stuff? Is that worth a, as much as the game itself? Because I don't think it is, because. You don't, it, all you're adding in is a world, and you're adding in some, you know, clothing or whatnot. With the actual full game itself, I don't think it's a pack like that is worth it. Like, for instance, look at State of Decay 2, which is a different game, which I like. $30 for the game. They have one DLC pack called Daybreak. It's a $10 DLC. But you get to play, um, you go from pretty much like scavenging for supplies, keeping your community as long, alive as long as possible, to holding down a fort for a specific amount of time, or a checkpoint for a specific amount of time against hordes of zombies that come at you. For $10. And it's, and it's a completely different mode, and with new character models, and just some different game mechanics a little bit. And that's only $10. Look at Call of Duty DLCs. They run for 15. They give you a whole bunch of different maps. Or if you get like the season pass, it's like 20 bucks or something. But it's got like all the DLC available at the time or something. Point being though, EA makes you pay a lot of money. Yeah. And, and this wants me to bring into another thing, which a lot of people are talking about right now. With the whole um, Apex Legends thing. Because people... We talked about this in our time. Yeah. But uh, no, I I'm not gonna. We, I'm we not do gonna have, do the we EA do have rant. More time than we usually do. Yeah, but still. I'm not gonna do the EA rant. But we have to find some other things to talk about because most of the games, I'm pretty sure, were about through most games. 
I mean, there's another game I'm, I was hoping to talk about, but we have basically no news about it. What's your sticky note say? Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's GTA 6 one. Just, yeah, 2020. 2020 or 2021, they said, is their approximate release date for it? Yep. Um, th thing with GTA if, 6, though, it's like, it's a game that, you know, I don't know. It's going to be Rockstar's most ambitious project to I don't, date by, I don't, the, by the time it comes out. Because if Red Dead 2 is anything to go by, they're definitely not going to skip any, over anything. Yeah, but if you look at the stocks, this. or not the stocks, but you look at the um, Red Dead 2 price... It's actually kind of failing in a way because Red Dead 2 did amazing with sales, but it's still underperforming because look at the online. Take-Two Interactive has kind of taken a plummet because the online is so bad. The story, don't get me wrong, it's a great bad. game. Like the, uh, the online was What bad do you mean it's first, not bad? It there's nothing to do. when it first came out. No, yeah. the online, there's nothing to do. There was nothing to do when GTA Online first came out either. But you look at it now, it's one of the most... It's making it makes them so much money. Yeah, now it is. Now but their servers successful. still suck. It's like they have yeah. so much money, but they can't... <laughs> okay, you know what's bad? When Fallout 76 released another terrible game riddled with bugs, their servers were better and still are better than GTA servers. Yeah, but they're not nearly as good as they were with like older Fallout games. Yeah, but my point about servers, they've never done an online game before. Their servers are better than GTA. Bethesda has done an on, has done an online game before. Bethesda Softworks, not Elder, Game Studios. Elder Scrolls Online. That's Softworks. Bethesda Whatever. Softworks and ZeniMax Online are different than Bethesda I mean, Game you, Studios. Unless you count like the Doom multiplayer, the Doom Online multiplayer. I don't. That is a Bethesda game. Well, well, technically ID software. It's published by Bethesda yeah. Softworks, but was not made by Bethesda Game Studios. You got to know the know the difference. Yeah, a lot more people play GTA. True, that is true. But Red Dead did a good job. It had a great story. I just think the online is very dull. Like, look at GTA Online. I like the Doomsday heist. Awesome heist in general. Those were awesome. They are very like stress induced because so I mean, they were free DLCs as well. Well, or well at least the Doomsday heist. The, was. Well. They were free. They all are free to DLCs to put into the game, but you have to spend in-game money GTA or well, in-game money to get things from the DLC yeah. that's released, and they cost a lot. So either you you either put in a lot of time out of your day to earn that money to get that stuff, or you just spend money on shark cards, which is normally what people do, and that's why yeah. it gets a lot of money because shark cards everything's like, expensive. Personally, like uh, I've like I'm not gonna lie, I've played i've maybe put two hours into gta online and all the years or about the gold GTA. edition i don't buy gold editions <laughs> the gold edition i mean the gold edition is only like 50 bucks no it's like 30 bucks right yeah the gold edition is 30 yeah, bucks but they don't you give get you like all the dlc the Doomsday bunker they give you a ceo office i think they give, they give you, you a normal CEO, bunker they give you a ceo office and a ton of cash but logan like i just said five minutes ago the doomsday heist is free to download no shit, but it's not free to get the facility. Resident but Evil 2. <laughs> this game's already come out, but we know this game's a success. Capcom, okay, this is what I love about Capcom. So you had Resident Evil 1, 2, and 0. Great games. Resident Evil 3, also a great game. Resident Evil 4, we're kind of getting into the action part of Resident Evil now. Yeah, but Resident Evil 4 is considered <laughs> to be the best game in the franchise. I think it's like, a believe, decent believe game, but or not, it's not. Resident Evil 4 is considered by fans to be like one of the best because it's one of the most ambitious. I think it's a decent game, but here's the problem with Resident Evil 4 and what it started. It did it did help create Dead Space, which I also love the Dead Space franchise. The third one yeah. though was definitely Dead too too action, and that's the same thing. Dead Space was an EA comp uh, game, but fell into action. Same thing with Resident Evil. 
four, five. I mean, you had Chris punching boulders in a volcano. Yeah, I was gonna say like Resident Evil Five. People and are six. like, and then Resident Evil Six. Everybody's like, no, 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 too much cinematics. But here's the thing: Resident Evil Seven, they went back to the roots, but changed the camera to first-person perspective. In Resident Evil 2's remake, they go back to behind the shoulder, so but it's the still the survival thing. Yeah, a lot horror. Of people were like, this is what Resident Evil needs to be. Is like, if it's, it's either first-person or over the shoulder straight up horror. And, and not to mention here listen to this and this is what i love about resident evil they give you not a hero dlc for free and all the other dlc packs are pretty fairly cheap yep. like ten dollars maybe 15 right not twenty dollars or anything <coughs> like that so in resident evil 2 you can buy you know the costumes and the, the the special pack or you of course can purchase them separately for like three maybe two three bucks a, a, a costume but here's the thing though you get free DLC content because they said there is going to be like survivor stories of Raccoon City where you're getting free DLC content mm -hmm. for uh, gameplay, not just cosmetics. Um, they give you the fourth survivor mode, which you play as Hunk, and Hunk is fucking awesome. I don't know if you played through like Resident Evil Operation <laughs> Raccoon City, Resident which Evil. some people, it's kind I've of debatable. I have not played Resident Evil, but I do plan on getting into it in the future. I just was never into horror games it's, when I was a kid. It's, it's awkward because like Resident I Evil. I hated horror games. I was like seven. <laughs> when Resident Evil like was at the height of its popularity. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City was not canon because it took place between Resident Evil 3 and 2, but it had to do with like this umbrella corporation that never met Leon and Claire. I mean, but like, it was what still are the interesting. ones that are considered canon or like part of the main series outside of, like the numbered ones like Code uh, Veronica, Code Veronica, uh, Revelations 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh and there was like Raccoon City was not. I mean, Upper Raccoon City. Resident, Resident Evil 0 is is canon. Mortal Kombat 11 hyped up because of Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> Literally though, like I'm kind of scared for that game. Yeah. Because because like I said, they have completely dumbed down the gore. They've done they they done down the whole game. Really they have. I mean, from what we've seen so far, I mean, but like if any if mo the last like two or three Mortal Kombat games or anything to go by, they really go all out with every new game and make it. I bashed it already. Oh, you are or aren't looking forward to it. It's kind of like a you're, you're hoping it's a success. It's kind of but... like it's kind of like me and Anthem. Like I really want the game to do well and I want to have fun with it, but they look like EA already looks like they're gonna screw it up with microtransactions. Probably. <laughs> and and he he might have concerns with like they're not as gory with how they used to be. Because we all know video games get a bad rap for getting gore and they're blamed for violence and everything. Yeah, but that, like, let's so be honest, it, when people, when a video game gets controversial, it sells better. <laughs> yeah, but for what if they actually give in, what if they're giving in to everybody and trying to make it less gory? Maybe that's just me, but it doesn't feel as gory as it used to be. It just doesn't seem like something that Mortal Kombat would do, though. They, they don't care what people say. I would hope not. Don't buy a little kid the game. <laughs> Simple as that. If you don't want your kid to be playing a very gruesome game, don't buy it for them. Exactly. I mean, like, have you, like, this is, this has nothing to do with games, but, like, Sausage Party, when that came out, do you have any idea how many parents took their kids to see that, and how <laughs> many people were like, they shouldn't be making movies like this, and, like, don't get, like, I'm not gonna call people up for being a bad parent, but if you can't take five seconds out of your time to look at the poster that literally Sausage Party had, like, a stamp on the poster that just says, Rated R. <laughs> like, yeah, it was Rated R. Same with the Happy Time Murders. I think people, I think there were some people that it's were stupid enough to Dude, bring that today. This reminds me of a time that. when I went to watch the superhero movie. I don't know if any of you remember that. It was, like, a comedy on, like, Spider-Man and stuff. It had Drake Bell in it, I think. Plays like movie? the wasp, like the the, the dragonfly or something. I don't know. The superhero movie. What? 
What? No, I didn't hear what you said the movie was. The superhero movie, that's the name of it. Oh, it's superhero legit. superhero movie? Yeah, he's like, got like, Drake Bell's like the dragonfly guy in the know, green I costume. I haven't seen it. Well, anyways, me it my, nana, my nana took it to me, took me to it, and th this is from the same people that did the scary movies. Yeah. Um, and she took me there thinking it was a superhero film. <laughs> And when we got there, I started to figure out it was very inappropriate. She was like, okay, we're, we're leaving. She legit took us out not even halfway through the movie. But, I mean, that's kind of just plays into yeah. that whole case. Pay attention to what you're bringing your kids to or buying for them. Yeah, like, just take a second to look at the ratings for a game. Yeah, or for a movie. Just, <clears throat> like, you can't, you can't blame, like, stores for letting kids buy stuff. When I was a kid, do you have any idea how many times I tried to buy, like, like T-rated games or M-rated games from GameStop? And the guy would stand there and stare at me while I sat there with, like, my, like, 20, 50 bucks in my hands. And, like, they'd wait for a parent to walk over to me and give me permission to get the game. Is this your son? Here. Is this your son? Yeah. Or, like, if I had an adult with me, they would, they, half the time they don't ask. But, like, there are, like, other places, like, at Walmart, first off, you have to ask permission to for them to grab the game from its case unless it's on display. So, um... Yeah, Call of Duty's rated M. <clears throat> so, um... For a minute, I just want to stop what we're talking about just to address that we kind of have some technical difficulties with our podcast sometimes where we do record them and either it won't save like the last... We did a podcast previous to this. This would be our fourth. But for some reason, it was like titled as like zero minute, zero seconds. And then we uploaded it and it kind of got like deleted in a sense, like everything that we recorded. So we are having technical difficulties with our um, our podcast. So we're going to try to keep putting them out there but sometimes if it doesn't pop up or it pops up and it's got like zero minutes and zero seconds we probably did it but it just got corrupted or something i don't know what's going on if it's the app or my phone we'll try touching on like a few topics to get another podcast but we won't be able to go as in depth as we did when we were first recorded them yeah um we gotta we gotta do the jason versus michael thing when kevin gets his voice back we still have to do the halloween review at some point me and kevin yeah do. you and kevin will need to do um, that if i don't have seen the movie um well, we, Anthem's going to be out in about a few weeks, so we can do a game review on that if one of us get a hold of it, of the final game. I probably won't end up grabbing it, <laughs> like, not right off, obviously. It's because you have a... It has nothing to do with that. I can guarantee you it has nothing to do with <laughs> Samsung. <laughs> this is where we're at. Do you know, it takes the same amount of, about the same amount of money, $10 less to make a Samsung phone compared to an Apple phone. Legitimately, like, not even the problem. Because this thing I've dropped many times, and this thing's perfectly fine. I dropped my phone a number of times, too. Fuel to the fire. <laughs> I mean, I don't own a Samsung. The only defense I can say is I've dropped my phone in the toilet, and it's fine. <laughs> for like a whole, for like a whole today. six hours, I thought I had a pair of headphones in. That was the worst that happened. But yeah, so... Um, on, though, so. so what do you don't guys want to have in the for... Toilets. What do you guys want to have for, like, closing remarks on, like... Because we're almost uh, time to go. we got, like, three minutes. How about, like, say a game you're hoping to see in the future? Hoping? Mm. I hope for a Crisis 4. <laughs> I will always hope for a Crisis 4. I have, like, two things. Uh, because Crisis 3 is better. I'm hoping that 2. by the end of the year we'll have another Zelda game confirmed because <laughs> Nintendo has a track record for announcing a new Zelda game every two years. Mm. <laughs> and then, like, uh, what was the other one? Uh, have you? I don't own an Xbox, but this was supposed to be an Xbox exclusive. Have you heard of Scalebound? No. Kevin knows. It's basically a How to Train Your Dragon RPG <coughs> mixed with... I don't remember who it was that was developing it, but, like, it was... They had a gameplay trailer and everything for it. It was, like, revealed oh, in, like, 2015. The Avengers Project. See, what was that from? Square Enix? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Some people said it was, like, a new, like, um... Marvel no Ultimate idea. Alliance or something. It isn't. 
But it's like they've confirmed our Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is going to be a Switch exclusive. Mo po they, po they, they, there is a new Pokemon game in development. A Deadpool 2 game? I heard the first one was good. I didn't yeah, know the first Deadpool was pretty fun. Like I didn't awesome. know that they were thinking about making a second one. They aren't. I don't think they are. But it'd be cool to see it. Superhero games, though, kind of get a bad rap now. Sims, Sims 5. 5. Okay, they need they to make the Sims looking more realistic. Happens. I don't no, like they it. they don't. Yes, they do. The, they've had the same art style since, like, Sims 2. It doesn't need to change. Yeah, Sims 1 has... I don't like, know. I think the better of realism that it gets, the better that it will be. Because it, it practically... need to be realistic. It it's practically a is a life simulator. It's a stupid, cartoony life simulator. You can die in the weirdest of ways. No, Floking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think that's all we have. All right, yeah, one. that's all the time we have. So, what do you guys want to do next time? Uh, hold on, Kevin's right. Do we want to do the Michael versus Jason debate if Kevin has the voice? His voice? Maybe. We're we'll, we'll seeing what Kevin is running down right because now. Because normally, guys, we think about our topics. Like, we have a group chat. And we talk about what we're going to talk about the day before we have our podcast. So Kevin says he will burn you, Logan. <laughs> you will burn me. with. Well, I will make sure to do all my Halloween Michael Mars research. He'll burn you like Chucky. And then I will explain why Jason's already died. <laughs> Has and anybody so besides me seen the new Child's Play trailer? It's stupid. I'm done. I'm done with it already. <laughs> I already saw it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> They said apparently Chucky's an AI robot or something. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. I was like, okay. Why would you redo name? the Child's Play movies? We should do that. We should do a rant on that. Just talk about this Stupid. Child's Play. How about we just rant on like Child's Play? Just rant no. on it. No. Ne next podcast. How about we talk about? Movies that got, like, franchises that got screwed up because of one stupid thing that they did in one movie that ruined it afterwards. No, I think that we should just talk about relevant, like, what they're messing up now. I would just want to do a rant on Chucky itself. All right, fine. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.